0: Welcome to Female Flow Podcast with me, your host, Jessie Bright, registered nutritional therapist and female health specialist, where we'll be diving deeper into female hormones and conditions such as PCOS, endometriosis, PMS, acne, hypothyroidism, and so much more. So we can go from hormone chaos to hormone harmony and really feeling at home in our body. We'll be touching on nutrition, lifestyle, mindset and really taking a holistic approach to female hormones. So I really look forward to you joining us and let's get stuck in. lovelies welcome to today's female flow podcast we are talking all about progesterone now i wanted to touch on progesterone because so often a lot of the information out there is always all focused on estrogen whereas progesterone is the kind of yin to the yang of um, estrogen in terms of it's our chill out calming soothing more balancing um of our, of our hormones. Um, whilst estrogen has tons and tons of positive and, um, impacts and benefits, um, progesterone helps to kind of balance everything out and it's super, super, super important. Its main job is to prepare the womb for a healthy pregnancy. But... It does so, so, so much more than that. It is our calming hormone. It helps us sleep, reduce anxiety, and balance out if there is too much estrogen. It works alongside estrogen in a very balanced ratio. So when either hormone strays kind of out of that balance, the other is affected. And that's often when symptoms can then arise. Um, So what does progesterone do? So progesterone is a steroid hormone. That is essential for healthy reproduction and not only just reproduction but in um, terms of supporting our whole cycle and um, many aspects of our health and not just kind of progestation and supporting a, a pregnancy it's crucial for probably quite a few things that you're not not aware of um, so pregnancy obviously it's main role protect the embryo and fetus throughout pregnancy And often low levels can then um, be indicated in miscarriage and other problems. Uh, It's needed for a monthly cycle. So progesterone is released in your luteal phase. So that's after ovulation to prepare the uterus for implantation. Now, if our levels are low or you're not ovulating for whatever reason, then that's when you can get symptoms of PMS, headaches, heavy, painful periods, and things like being on the pill. halt that ovulation so it often impacts our progesterone levels because the progesterone in um, in contraceptives aren't actually um, natural pro- progesterone it's progestin which slightly alters the, the the benefits that we receive from natural progesterone progesterone is also really important in thyroid support it helps thyroid hormones get into your cells. So that's why your temperature goes up ovulation. You can use things like basal body temperature tracking to see if you have ovulated. So therefore low levels can contribute to um, sort of the symptoms of a lower functioning thyroid. Uh, things like fatigue, weight gain, feeling cold, hair loss, anxiety, depression, and and much more so if you're struggling with your thyroid how are your how your sex hormones how are your progesterone levels they help each other so it's really important that they're both um, optimal Progesterone is also needed for bone and muscle health, so it promotes bone-building cells, which are known as osteoblasts, so protecting against osteoporosis and also promotes new muscle growth as well. Really, really important um, and really needed not only kind of in our tens, twenties and thirties, but also kind of beyond menopause, 70s, 80s plus to really ensure that we've got strong bones sleep so progesterone promotes our calming hormone known as GABA which helps reduce stress and induce sleep as well mood it, so progesterone thought is thought of as nature's antidepressant so it can enhance mood and reduce anxiety so you can see quite a lot of those kind of PMS symptoms are potentially linked to lower levels of progesterone or maybe to higher levels of oestrogen and progesterone is not able to balance that out. Um, Hot flushes, so by balancing oestrogen, progesterone may be that secret weapon to reduce hot flushes and night sweats. Also brain fog, progesterone helps to reduce brain fog and memory loss progesterone also inhibits excess androgens. So those male hormones are kind of testosterone that we, we do naturally have as, as women, but in lo- less lower levels, um, and reducing oily skin breakouts and helps produce collagen. So progesterone is really, really important for skin production and skin support, as well as obviously regulating estrogen, reduce the risk and severity of estrogen driven conditions like uh, fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis, and those breast or ovarian cancers as well. So ultimately, we need progesterone and estrogen in balanced levels. And if they aren't for whatever reason, then it's looking at why and supporting that because there can be many, many reasons as to why. So what causes the deficiency? Perimenopause. So as our eggs start to kind of um, run out, we may skip ovulation certain cycles and progesterone levels f- um, fall as a result because we need to be ovulating in order to produce progesterone if we aren't ovulating we are therefore not getting robust or any potentially progesterone um throughout that second half of our cycle uh, stress so when our bodies make cortisol to help us deal with stress it sacrifices the production of progesterone often at a time when we're already low all of our um, steroid hormones are made from cholesterol. And cortisol kind of overrides them all. So if we're having a very stressful um, time or there's, you know, a traumatic time or um, you know, whatever that source of stress may be, it can often uh, impact our progesterone levels um, and, and how much we're, we're able to produce. But also too much oestrogen. So if we have too high levels of oestrogen... That, again, can be through so many different things. Um, Then symptoms of low progesterone can then be further exacerbated by that. So how do we know what our progesterone levels are like? There's a couple of ways. So we can take our temperature, like I mentioned, the the basal body temperature during your luteal phase. So from ovulation to the end of your cycle when your period starts. If it's low, then you might not be producing enough progesterone and it might be worth kind of testing. And that's another way we can find out, so lab tests. um, Whether that's blood tests, but you have to make sure that you're doing it on the right day because our progesterone levels fluctuate throughout the month. So just picking a random day and getting getting to the GP and getting a blood test isn't necessarily going to be an accurate way of understanding where your progesterone levels are um, which is why i prefer to use kind of state-of-the-art urine tests and um, particularly something called a dutch test a dried urine test for comprehensive hormones that accurately reflects your hormone levels during that ut- luteal phase to identify if there's a possible deficiency but it also identifies if it's there is enough levels of progesterone but it's the estrogen that's outbalancing that and therefore you know what the targeted approach needs to be so. How can we increase our progesterone naturally? Now, there is lots and lots of ways. Um, nutrients, so nutrient wise, there aren't many foods that contain progesterone, but our body needs certain nutrients to help um, produce estrogen as sort of cofactors in that production, and that's things like vitamin C, so foods like citrus fruits, Bell, pap- um, kind of peppers you know, like red peppers um sweet potato and so so many veg so vitamin c a really crucial one zinc um that's also in that can be found in sea um shellfish meats nuts and seeds pumpkin and flax particularly i love forget upping your uh, zinc um uh, intake magnesium that's things like leafy green veg nuts and seeds as well avocados legumes chickpeas lentils beans and also the beloved dark chocolate as well vitamin e is another really crucial uh, nutrient needed for progesterone production that's found in things like almonds sunflower seeds and many many vegetables as well as b6 another crucial nutrient salmon uh, meats walnuts beans, sweet potatoes, banana so a really diverse and really lovely mix of foods so that you can get some nutrients in there to help support natural progesterone production. Also, as we touched on um, in terms of cortisol, managing your stress is a really key way of, of helping support that progesterone production, so switching off daily, whether that's meditation, mindfulness, walking in nature... Go having a bath, mu- listen to music, reading, podcast, whatever it is that relaxes you. Try and do it at least 10 minutes every day. And I know some days that sounds easier than, than others. Um, but it is really, really crucial in helping kind of support your overall health. And if your progesterone levels are not um, where you feel that they, you'd want them to be, then absolutely incorporating something like this is, is really important. But also identifying any hidden stressors. It might not be the kind of glaringly obvious full in box, um, you know, lots of demands on your time. It it potentially could be food sensitivities, gut problems. Gut problems are absolutely crucial at, um resolving and identifying to support hormones because so much of our gut health impacts our hormone health as well hormonal imbalances, other hormones that may be h- interplaying with that, as well as nutrient deficiencies. Um, all of these have a key, key role to play and it's important to identify them so that you can see what's going on and also what, what support is needed, but also target and pinpoint that support um, so you know that, that you can kind of get the support that you need a lot quicker and a lot more effectively. And all of these tests are things I use in clinics. So if you have any questions, then honestly just please reach out and I'm more than happy to chat to you about them. As well as that, we want to help support um, reducing estrogen levels or at least balancing them out alongside the progesterone. So key, key areas that we need to do in order to support that is ensuring that we have more balanced blood sugar levels because increased Kind of that roller coaster riding of our blood sugar levels reduces um, impacts and increases our estrogen levels by um, increasing our est- insulin production, which then has a knock on impact to our um, to our estrogen as well so in order, If we can keep more balanced blood sugar levels, we can keep more balanced hormones as well. It's really, really crucial. As well as reducing refined carbohydrates and sugar, alcohol and processed foods, they all um, increase and impact our estrogen levels. Includes foods um, that contain phytoestrogens to help balance out um, estrogen levels. That's things like um, organic soy, flax or lean seeds, lentils, chickpeas, are really, really beneficial at helping support more balanced estrogen levels as well as minimizing the exposure to xenoestrogens in the environment and that's things that um, act like estrogens that are um, more chemical in nature in things like sort of bpa including bpa uh, free plastics pesticides and synthetic fragrances all have an estrogenic effect on our body um, which we want to avoid at, um, at all costs really uh, there are several supplements that we can use, um, but it's always, always, always crucial to check with your doctor if you're on medications before taking anything new, as well as checking the quality of the supplements. So I would always recommend speaking to um, either myself or, you know, a fellow nutritional therapist to make sure that you're getting the benefit sort of the things that you require.